the views and opinions expressed on this podcast solely of those of the people appearing on the podcast and do not reflect the views of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You are listening to Pulling Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association, brought to you by Simplot, a forward-thinking company committed to bringing next-level innovation and solutions to turf managers from coast to coast. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Pulling Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Brought to us by our friends at Simplot. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Campbell Cox today. Campbell, how are you? Hey, Alan. How are you today, sir? How's it going? I'm good, my man. So, last time we were on the air, you gave me some homework. and I, I did. I did. I gave you a challenge, didn't I? You did. And driving home from Myrtle Beach, I found it. I found the song I wanted to tell you about Zach Brown Band called... Well, let's... let's, let's, let's let, let's, re, uh, let's revisit the homework assignment. Yep, yep. So we had a moment where I kind of got I kind of got a little bit of emotion driving last time down the Georgia highways of Zach Brown uh, band song was speaking to me. Yeah. And yeah. I asked you what was your favorite Zach Brown song, and you you'd <laughs> never even heard you'd barely even heard of him. I so knew I knew one. Yes. I gave you a little homework assignment to identify your favorite song. What'd you come up with? So I went back to the early albums and ended up on a upbeat number called Settle Me Down. I think it might be the first album. I don't know. But it uh yeah, it reminded me of an older song by the band or a traditional old song I really liked and had an islandy upbeat feel to it. So Yep. Settle Me Down was the one I ended up on. Man, that's good. Good selection. Did you uh how many songs do you think you had to choose from at the end so, of the day? Uh, probably 20-ish by the time yep. I ended up on, and I knew that would be the one. So here's what happened, and I'm going to be honest here. The songs would start out, and I would get kind of hooked, and then so, at some point I would get let down. So yeah. I just kept, and not let down because of anything bad, just just my pickiness in music, so to speak. Yep. So Yeah, you were fine. you were trying to find the right one. I was, man, I was. And, and there were plenty that had that potential, and at some point would, make it get scratched off the list so that's where i ended up settle me down good good stuff hey man thanks for thanks for humoring me in this uh in this fun little oh yeah they gave it gave me something to do coming home from myrtle beach one day so cool man i appreciate it so so you just uh pretty much getting back from san diego how was it that was a good time man that was a good time chuck conley and i buzzed out there a day early and went to the nascar race and got to say we were there i'm happy i went and then the the show was good. Uh, I only really only did the, the trade show and then the evening festivities, so to speak. Went to Truist or not Truist? Uh, what's the ballpark you had your party at? Uh, Petco. Petco, Petco Park. Field. Yeah, yeah, Petco Field. I should, I don't know my baseball field names that well, but that was cool. That was big, well attended. Yeah, there's a lot of people there, wasn't there? Yeah, and there was two rooms. I mean, I was in I was hanging out what I thought was the party, and then somebody said, "Have you been back to this part?" And I was like, "No." And they go back and there's much more going on back there so uh and i i did want to mess with dr bill kreuzer i had some yep. uh i had a little video bit in mind where we i was going to ask him trivia questions but everything was going to have the the name green or keeper and the answer you know and see yep. how long yep. but i promise you every time i went by the simplot booth he had four to eight superintendents standing around listening to him talking about his app so i didn't think yeah it was very, there's 
prudent to interrupt him if he's working. Yeah, he he was awfully busy. I mean, at least with our booth, he was kind of the star of the show, and uh, had had very well had very good traction with um with what he had going on with the greenskeeper app. So um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, appreciate that. I did get to meet Austin Grimshaw face to face. Got to spend some yeah. time talking with him. Never had before. I don't believe so. That was that's cool. Good that, yeah, that's good that you met Austin. He's um, you know, he lives right here in Charlotte, so he's right in our backyard. Okay. And he he supports our he supports our business here in the southeast with product development, uh, specifically focusing on our performance pack line of products. So Austin is a huge asset to us, and uh, yeah. has a very has a very vast education. Went to Florida as an undergrad, went to Georgia to get his master's degree, mm. and then finished up at Rutgers with his PhD. Wonder, so he's um. Who does he root for down. in Georgia, Florida? Then you got to uh, pick. You can't be both, really. I I would guess Georgia. That if you had no. <laughs> I think if you had to, if Austin had to choose, and I'll ask him, he was born and raised in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, so I believe in his heart he's probably a Gator. I got you. Okay, so what you been up to? Not much, man. It's um, I think I'll just dovetail off of what our conversation was last time because those topics are still relevant today. We yeah. are um, we are knee deep in fertilizer season, um. And it just the market right now has a feel of of that transition where, you know, we're, we're starting to get some warm days. We're starting to get some rain. And um, I, I think that people are out working pretty good and just getting ready for that spring transition. Now, you know, March, March historically has and even early April historically has had some uh, some pretty cold days. So yeah. we're not out of it yet. We're not out of it yet. But when you're talking to people, a lot of Ron Star has already gone out. A lot yeah. of Roundup sprays have gone out, you know, those types of things. So I think I think the market is in that mode right now where they're transitioning from what what could be close to being the last bits of winter into yeah. an early spring. I know my I played at Columbia Country Club yesterday, and those greens are growing. You mean? Yeah. I walked out and you could physically see the the greenness, and I was like, man, I know he didn't paint these things, and it, it's there, man. But like you said, there's a chance we could still have some more cold weather. Absolutely, man. I, I'll never forget in 2006, one of the latest frost, one of the latest deep, deep freezes I'd ever seen was while we were living in Athens, Georgia, man. We had a very significant uh, Easter freeze that year in Atlanta and really? it did a lot of, it did a lot of damage. Yeah. So I always, you know, they, you, when you, when you study this stuff in college, they always tell you to plant your garden after the last frost free date in april and that's usually sometime in the middle of the month and there's there's a reason why historically that number's there because <laughs> i've seen freezes right up to that number man so it's we're not we're not quite out of the woods yet buddy we may have to have a gardening spinoff one time episode because chuck my wife consults chuck conley for gardening advice yeah and then we get contradictory advice from other superintendents so Wait, you're you're saying your wife asks for Chuck's advice on yes, gardening? Yes. Mm. I will. <laughs> I've, I've I've got a proposal, and this is kind of off the cuff, but maybe me and you and Chuck do a tomato off this year, so you can grow the most and the biggest tomato. I think I mean, as long as you let Kristen represent the Knight family, I'm in. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. Other than that, Alan, man, the um, you know, status quo around here, things are going well. I appreciate you meet, mentioning the. Uh, greenskeeper app uh yeah. once again for the listeners that that haven't yet checked that out ask us ask a uh simplot rep about it or get on greenskeeperapp.com and uh alan i'm glad you had a good trip out to san diego man and thanks for supporting us at the uh, party well thank you so much and this is somewhat of a, a mismatched episode uh we've got 
this is another thing where we walked the floor and whatever Carolina's member we could find, that's who we interviewed. And uh, also at the Carolina's last George's night they had in San Diego. So thank you as always, my man. And we'll be talking to you about one month from now. Yep. Thanks again, as always, for the opportunity, man. And uh, good speaking to you, Alan. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. This portion of the Pullin' Weeds podcast is brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture. Simplot is a global organization that prides itself in technology and innovation. Whether it's in the food services sector with the recent introduction of the new Sidewinder French Fry, or with the mining of phosphorus to yield products that help control wildfires, or providing you economical and effective product options for managing your turf grass. Simplot is proud to invest its resources into technology and innovation to ensure our market has a bright future with products that you can depend on year after year. Simplot, bringing Earth's resources to life. He's got a deeper voice. It's not have to do with the size, does it? No, it's Holy not become taller than you. That's it. Bigger than you. I will say, though, I don't think you've swollen anymore since the last time I saw no, you. I'm about to say like you usually, I don't, I don't want to get any bigger. I'm about to say you're, you're where there. you're where you want to be. <laughs> That's where I want to be. I, so I can see that. This is tonal type. This is this is where I'm not maintain. No growth. Maintain. Do you go from like um, what's that stuff we used to put in the shakes? Creatine to uh, protein, or protein to creatine, or I don't both? Want to take creatine. creatine. Oh, never. Bad. Let's Ever. let so bad. let's let everybody know we're sitting here with Anthony Rebels. Oh, this is going to be part of it. I thought we were <laughs> this chit chat. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are, everybody. Um, <laughs> off course side of the. Uh, podcast episodes and the cool thing is is this this is now a generational podcast everyone with our next guest coming up simply because his father's been on um and so uh anthony tell everybody who you are i'm anthony rebels i'm the ceo of rebels turf and tractor and where is that based out of <clears throat> in fuqua in north carolina and what would be one thing that's happened this week that everybody should know about that i'm gonna go ahead and bring up so you don't have to yeah we were john deere's dealer of the year for john deere golf this year that's awesome. That's, I don't think people understand the magnitude of that. We're lucky to have you guys here in the Carolinas, right, and supporting us. But that support now goes how far? How many states are you guys covering now? So we're in now? 10 states now. 10 states. 2,800 courses we cover. Now, um, all jokes aside, how many gators is that a year you're selling? We- <laughs> so if we could get gators, right? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, he yeah. brought it up. Yeah, folks. We-, we can go ahead and say, all right, so. The one that I was asking for about demo use at the Hunt Club. How far behind <laughs> is that one now versus two years ago when I asked? No, if it's you, even farther behind. If you've never seen Anthony, he and I are complete opposites. I've got the height with him, but body shapes. I'm a little looser. He's a little tighter. <laughs> so let me ask you, what's your guilty pleasure on food when you're eating bad? Pizza. Okay. I love pizza. Is there a certain kind, just pepperoni or just? Pe- just pepperoni pizza. Have you have you ever been to the pizza by the slice place here in the gas lamp? No. Is it really good? <laughs> I'm, checking, right. I'm checking it out. This is our Chuck Connolly and I were talking the other night. We think this is our fifth GIS right in San Diego, and I don't think I've missed the pizza by the slice. And there are numerous board members that I have seen there between the hours of one to three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> getting the slice pizza by the slice. But um, any automated news here this week or anything? So uh, John Deere is coming out with. Uh, we're tying the equipment together, um, connectivity uh, going down the road. We'll have some more automation. Uh, so the, the future for John Deere Golf is is really bright. So it's going to be to the point, from what I understand, where if something happens on a machine, you can get a little thing on your cell phone or whatever, and then go direct to ordering replacements and 
fixes and things of that nature? It will. And uh, Pinehurst uh, was the first golf course to be totally connected. So all their new equipment they got is totally connected uh, through OnLink. Um, it's also connected to us so we can see when the equipment goes down and what the equipment needs before we go out there. All right, so in all seriousness, so those hard passwords to crack because I'd like to be able to have access to a fairway unit oh, about yeah. 6.30 a.m. during the open. Right, just right. To, just to see what would happen in Kevin's face when I could just shut it down. <laughs> like, right? Like, can you get, like, no, I'm just kidding, everybody. So, all right, tell us um, tell us something funny that's happened in your tenure on the job. Anything funny So, that I'll tell you, on? we were talking, actually talking a while ago. The funniest thing that's ever happened at the Carolina show, which is hilarious, right? Um, Sal, uh the on Salsco, I don't know if you even know this, his truck caught the yes. pine straw on fire a couple years ago and burnt the back of his truck up. And Sal runs out the door to go because his truck's on fire. And we never understood why he was in such a hurry because Sal is a big man. He does not run. And he told us tonight that he had had uh, $8,000 in cash was in his truck. And he just wanted to make sure he got out before it burned up. That's great. That I'm is so a good glad story. that's a family story, and it was cash and not something else, right, ladies right. and gentlemen. He is from New York, right? He, New Jersey, he's something from like Connecticut. That? Connecticut. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not Canadian, though. No, no. And at that amount, you don't have to report it to the government. That's still under that ten thousand. Yeah. It he's is already still taken under 10, the two hundred, nine hundred, two thousand, yeah. or whatever out and used it the day before. That's awesome. All right. So, um, what about a plug? We gave a, our free one. I brought it up. Um, shout out to anybody, anything, anybody. Shout out to y'all, Angie, and your and your team. Oh man, y'all are awesome! And look we, at that. We love working with y'all. That's great. Too kind. Man, where is Angie? Where's she at? They're here. Um, in fact, the whole team went to the executive sessions this morning, um, and we're gonna see them tomorrow night at Carolina's night, which is at Lou and Mix. I think if that's yep. the name of it. Place right across the street. Right. We've eaten over there, but anyways. What are your big plans for the rest of the week? Anything? Uh, just be here to show, talking to customers. Nice. Yeah. Well, we get, appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Go get some of that pizza, man. I will. We'll get you Sounds on a full good. episode at some point. Come to see it yeah. in Fuquay. Thank cool. you. How are we doing? We're good. Kick it off. All right, everybody. We're here at uh, the Golf Industry. Eek. Sorry. Rewind. At the GCSAA Conference and Trade Show with... Uh, Doing a little opportunity to catch up with some of our members, so well, how better to start with uh, one of the first people that I ever met in Myrtle Beach, um, longtime member and still member even though he doesn't live here. Um, Clay, tell everybody who you are, where you are now. Uh, Clay DeBose, uh, Director of Golf Courses and Grounds at PGA Golf Club in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Okay, give, give us who don't know Florida some perspective. You, uh, you in the panhandle, you down on the south, right, left, where you at? All right, so that's uh, southeast Florida, just north of uh, Jupiter and Palm Beach Gardens. How far are you from Seminole? 25 minutes. Now I know where you are. Sorry, bad joke. Selfish moment there. All right, have you played there yet? I have not. Are you going to? I hope so. Nice, nice. All right. Maybe Nelson will hear this and invite me. Well, if we can find him, we're going to have him on. So you are a former Carolina superintendent. What do you miss the most about the Carolinas, if anything? Uh, you know, I've been in Myrtle Beach. Well, actually, I grew up in South Carolina, and so I lived there for since 73. I left in 2020. So we left a lot of friends and family back there. But um, it's been a good move for us. Um, enjoyed it. Enjoyed the weather. The weather's been great. Don't miss the cold winters in the Carolinas, that's for sure. Which school do you pull for? South Carolina. 
Gamecocks. There you go. Just wanted you to get a free plug in there. All right. The real USC. So um, if we were going to give you an opportunity to plug one thing right now, friends, family, product, golf course, anything other than Tom Taylor, what would it be? Plug one thing? Yeah, you know, give a shout-out, anything. Uh, I'll just say I kind of miss everybody, miss the golf and uh, friendships we developed, and but we're making new ones and enjoying it. Can we count on maybe seeing you back in November a time or two? Oh, absolutely. And do you guys have these ATV-looking golf cart things over here that should be at the hunt club and not on the golf course? Uh, we do not, but we do have 50 carts in maintenance. Oh, <laughs> Holy cow. And, two, and 220 in the clubhouse. How many holes are you over? Uh, we, 54 holes. We have a six-hole short course and then a 15-acre uh, practice facility. All that with nine employees? 60 employees. <laughs> oh, holy cow, man. I don't miss it, dude. All right. Um, what was the other question we were going to tell ask everybody, Alan? Funniest thing you may have seen during your tenure on the golf course. The funniest? Sure. Funny story for people. Ooh, man. Other than Tom Taylor stories. I needed some warning on that one. Um, that's a good question. Are you prepared over there? You're going to get the same questions. Possibly. Drawing a blank. All right. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen an employee of yours do? Dumbest. And we'll give him three seconds. If I'm not, not sure I'm I can say that on the air. <laughs> All right. Are you allowed to tell the story about two glugs and how the name came to be? Two gloves. Glugs. Glugs. Okay. Nope, can't tell that story either. But you know what I'm talking I about. Another story. All right, at least we'll leave it at that, folks. <laughs> All right, Clay DeBose, um, I will say this uh, not only a longtime member, but also a good friend. And I will say on behalf of the association, anytime we ever need anything, we are able to pick up the phone and give him a call. And he's always helped us along the coast. So look forward to seeing you in Florida and maybe back home soon. Go, Cox. There you go. All right, everybody, we're back over with Clay real quick. We forgot to ask him the most important question. So Alan and I both have children that like to vacation. At what point were you going to bring up us bringing our family down and seeing you at this nice new place? Whenever you're ready. The door's always open. All right. Oh, I think you cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. One, two, one, two. See it real quick. Check, check, check. Check, check. Hold on. Just let him come over here and talk into this one. I did my part. You can zoom it back in. Check, 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 check. Yeah, just give him that. Come over here real quick. Yeah. And just roll with it. All right. Just start over. You can come down whenever you want. <laughs> just like I had asked you the question. All right. Yeah, you can come down whenever you want. All right, now what's this story I'm hearing you and Turner giggling about? All right, so we were on this little golf trip. Uh, Turner takes me and my good buddy Jim Naffel. And uh, who else was with us, Turner? Uh, was it? Uh, Kevin Tompkins? Kevin Tompkins. It was Kevin Tompkins. And so we go down to Atlanta and we go to Barnsley Gardens and we play some golf and we go over to East Lake and uh, you know we're walking, got caddies and everything and and you know, Turner's Turner's grinding it out. You know he's a couple of practice swings and I think a storm's kind of brewing in the background and and and, and Naffle kind of makes the comment. Uh, you know if Turner if Turner would hurry this gig up, you know we might get done. And Turner looks over at him and goes, you know, Pods, I do believe I'm footing the bill for this trip. <laughs> and uh, so we got Naffle backpedaling kind of quick on that one. All right, everybody, we're back. Are we allowed to talk about favorite members? If not, we're just still going to talk about her. 
Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Go ahead. Tell everybody who you are. Hello. I'm Jennifer Sievers. I am uh, with Geoponics. I uh, live in North Myrtle Beach and have been a Carolinas member for 17 years. What's your turf handle or your Twitter handle? Turf Paint Girl. Uh-huh. And why is that your handle? <laughs> because I um, was challenged in 2009 to uh, come up with a uh, solution to some issues that we were seeing around transitional zones uh, such as Carolinas. Back then, everybody was uh, getting rid of their bent grass, bringing in all the altar doors, and they wanted to try to use some colorants. So, I asked the owners of my company if we could play around with it a little bit. We did, knocked it out of the park, and the rest is history. So, it's not paint. It is a colorant. Like I said, it ain't paint, folks. I said that the first time back in 2010 (laughs) when we met. Anyways, the the plant that they originally did their... um, their product sourcing from was literally about 15 minutes from my house um and now i think some of the packaging is done right down the road from that originally plant where we still play a little basketball at a little facility about a mile down the road we've expanded our plant is uh in the upstate of south carolina in greenville that is where all of our colorant is manufactured and it all ships out globally from there Chuck Conley's We're getting a little G Vegas. Okay. Chuck Conley, you load up on anything you uh, want there, brother. I don't know what that keychain thing is, but grab me one of them. It looks like fun. <laughs> All right, let me ask um, you. And if it's a flashlight, we're definitely going to play with that later. I don't want to ask you your favorite, but what's something creative, cool you've seen somebody do with your paint, your coloring? Because mm. there are some cool. Can I jump in real quick I've on that one? Cool. Yep. Tell you what I like Have to see mm-hmm. are those um, target areas on driving ranges. Yeah. Because they're so dramatic to me. Yes. Like when they just do a green or a green in an approach or mm-hmm. a walkway. I, I really love that. Against dormant areas. Some of my favorite things that I've seen done um, are things that I can never share with people. Ah. And that's probably one of the... Um, like my yard? Oh, <laughs> we got to do that still. Sorry. Oh, you, you flaunt your yard. I see your yard. But, you know, people come to us, honestly, uh, in some really, it can be some career-ending situations of where I'm going to be televised in two days. I've had you know this issue that issue whatever and i don't know what else to do i've gotten calls from tour agronomist at midnight you know who you are if you're listening um of help me you know we don't know what else to do and it's those kind of stories i wish i could share with people but we don't but we are so happy to help and grateful that now there is a a solution to those you know because there's a gradient to the color and I think that's what people need to understand, right? Absolutely. It's not just the standard Sherwin-Williams right out the box. There's no, literally no. A, a, a schematic that you can help people achieve depending on right. whatever they're looking for, for a short-term, long-term, et cetera, solution. We've got, we've got um, colors that blend better with cool season, colors that blend better with a warm season. we got guys that mix the two, um, you know, depending on what time of the year it is. All right, that's enough for. product stuff. Yeah. What's your first car? My first car was a K car. What's a K car? A Chrysler. What was it? Chrysler. Um, I don't know that one. That's a Googleable one, but they're on a couch together. And nobody's getting a cell phone out right now. We're comfortable, folks. All right. What's the other one we're supposed to ask everybody? One of the funniest things you've seen on the golf course. Mm. 
Pass. Did you can tell everybody? Oh, she said pass. <laughs> All right, so you recently posted something about um, daughter 28. Is that what I saw? 27, and she is getting married this year. It's my first child that is getting married. Congratulations. Thanksgiving weekend. Thank you. Uh, we'll put the pressure on her because she'll never hear pulling weeds, but hope you have a grandbaby soon and you get to be a grandmother and enjoy life. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Thank you for your time, Jen. Thank you, guys. Appreciate everything from the Carolinas. Aww. All right, we're joined now by my man Chris Vincent. How are you, Chris? I'm good, good. I appreciate you guys making some time to yeah. come in and talk to me. Got a Carolinas member here in the Precision Laboratories booth. New job for you? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, uh, being a superintendent for 20 years, I love everything about this industry. And, you know, I kind of thought for a little bit I was going to step away and uh, maybe give it a break. But, you know, having the opportunity to come work for Precision, which is, you know, a company that I did a ton of work with as a superintendent, um, you know, something I couldn't turn down. I love the idea of coming in and getting to stay in the industry. So I'm pretty excited about that. And you're going to stay in the Carolinas, correct? I do, yeah. So yeah. the Carolinas will be the territory. So I'm going to have North and South Carolina, Georgia. Uh, may dip into Tennessee a little bit. So okay. luckily for me, you know, being just like you guys, uh, home is right in Easley, so right outside of Liberty, I'm right in the center of the yeah. territory. So it's perfect. Nice. So was it when you signed this contract? Was the hair a keeper? Like they said, you got to keep the hair like that. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of freedom that comes with this hair, right? So. I mean, it's the best hair in the Carolinas, <laughs> is what I've always said. Best hairdo. You know, we got some good beards, but your hair rocks the world. Well, I certainly appreciate that. You know, I, I think that I'm afraid if I cut it, I don't know if I'm going to lose all my strength or knowledge or what's going to happen. That's there. right. Like Samson. <laughs> it's like Samson. I hear you. So, what does uh, Precision Laboratories offer that we can't live without right so, now? So, you know, the great thing about Precision is they're a manufacturer of the products, right? So, you have a lot of products out there that people use that they're probably buying from somebody else or not sure where it comes from. Uh, AIs may vary. The good thing about Precision, so they develop and manufacture all their products. Okay. Um, and the ultimate goal for Precision is, you know, and just like with a lot of the people here at that show, agriculture is where we're at, right? We're helping solve world hunger, right? So we're yep. trying to feed people in ag. Uh, and then we take that technology and put it in a turf. So nice. adjuvants, surfactants, that's our main goal right there. Uh, and, the, you know, the main thing what we do is not only are we providing products to superintendents for what they do, we're making the products they already use work better. I like that tagline. Yeah, That's so that good. gives us to where we're, you know, we're making the products that you're using. It allows you to give some flexibility on your use rates. Um, it helps you conserve water, so conservation is a big thing yeah. for us. Uh, also help hold uh, water in areas, help get rid of water in areas. A lot of us in the Carolinas in this transition zone, you know, now we're dealing with a lot of, you see the warm season grasses are continuing to migrate their way north. Yeah. So yeah. I think one thing we see with, we're always thinking about, hey, there's winter kill or this or that, which a lot of us may be worried about that this winter with some cold temperatures. But I think, you know, maybe a desiccation and, and is another term that's, pros, you know, playing into that. So that's where surfactants and adjuvants play into that. Adjuvant. Um, you know, one thing we're excited about now is we're releasing a new product called Activo. Okay. Uh, and it's a um, it's a pigment with an activator inside of it, so it's uh, designed for large acreage use. Nice. Uh, two and a half gallon streets, anywhere from 10, 10 acres at the low re- or five acres to ten acres. Wow. So that's going to give superintendents the ability to kind of get some um, pigment out there, and also have some um, um, synergistic effects with a lot of the uh, PGRs and fungicides and herbicides they're using. A lot of stuff way over my head. So <laughs> let's. Uh, 
give me give me a story back from your superintendent days. What's one of the wildest or funniest things you ever encountered? You know, for me, it's funny that, and here I am in the precision booth, and and, and this plays along good with my story. Um, but I'll never forget, I was on the call one day, and, and I was working, and the spray tech called and said, hey, you know, we, we need some foam because we're making our applications uh, this winter. So I'm like, okay, you know, I called up a local distributor and ordered a case of foam. And as we went through this, he's like, you know, okay, great, thanks for your orders or anything else you need. And, you know, serious enough, as the, as the spray tech walks in, he looks at me and says, well, we need some anti-foam. <laughs> so, so, so I look at him, and then I'm on the phone with the distributor, and I said, well, I need a case of foam, and then I need a case of anti-foam. <laughs> I don't know if I've, I didn't know anti-foam was a thing. So, uh, you know, it's funny, and, 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 and they work two different areas, but when you say it out loud, you think, right. okay, well, if I'm going to order some foam, I probably better order some anti-foam. Oh, that's um, awesome. So that's kind of the funniest thing. and. Um, and you know it's funny these two you know this company actually provides the foam and anti oh, do they <laughs> that that do they wow right. they work in two different areas use the foam that's a great marketing aspect I mean sell, <laughs> yeah, why sell. not like, I need yeah. some I need some some this and then the stuff that takes that off man that's awesome well Chris congratulations on your new job and I Appreciate know you'll it. excel well we'll see you in the Carolinas and, and, and we talked about it. I think the Turf Bowl is going to continue yeah so. well that I think I'll be right in there so I'm excited to MC that nice. and, and get the Precision brand in there and, and you know get to see all you guys and stay close to the industry and, y'all can and you know I think just hair. reach out if I can ever help in any way I appreciate all the support the Carolinas has done and I think it's Precision excited to continue to support those guys and um, we'll go from there thank you very much my man alright thanks a lot yes sir so the last interview of the night, we had myself and Brian Green were sitting there talking about Dorton Arena and his grandfather, which you're going to hear soon. And we asked Don to sit there and join. We asked Don to join us. And those two, Don kind of did his own little podcast, just asking Brian some questions, and I sat back and enjoyed it. So here you go, Don Garrett and Brian Green. So we got Bigrass Greens, 419 Fairways. Uh, and tease and rough, and we we do have uh, some Zeon, Zoysia, uh, ah, tease. That's a and good transition. Green complexes in shaded areas. Okay, so you say Zeon, Zoysia. Don Garrett's sitting here with us. Is that what you have, Don? No, we on our greens we have Diamond Zoysia. Diamond Zoysia. Yeah. Okay. What's the difference between Zeon and Diamond? Uh, well, they're both fine textured. Bermudas, right? Or I mean, uh, Zoysias, right? But uh, diamonds just can be cut very, very close. Okay. You know, as close as other. I mean, we cut it as close as you cut an altar door for a bent. Gotcha. And uh, now, you, you two gentlemen, both serve on the Carolinas GCSA board. How many years for you, Brian? Uh, I think I'm four years in. Okay. I, I kind of lose. Like like we had an extra year because of COVID, you know, and the board rolled over. So right, I think I'm four years in, four or five. Don, you passed president, correct? Yes, I'm on my second tour of duty. I hear you with the Carolinas. I did seven years on the board from '92 to '99. Okay, um, going through all the the, seat, the executive positions through president, and then came back on uh, a little over two years ago. Bill, you ever seen Don's building? No, I haven't. It's a cow. It's a hundred-year-old dairy barn. And I like to say, you know, we they they built the the new dairy at Clemson in 1970, 
and so the building we're in stopped being fit for dairy cattle in 1970 and then when the course was built in 95 they said oh it'll make a great you know golf maintenance building so it's not bad we're, we're, we're in a building that was unfit for dairy cattle 50 years ago <laughs> but it's good enough for us but it is a good building it's a good building the first time i, I went to nc state what's the field the field name were kearns and and, and wheeler and, yeah wheeler Wheeler, Lake Wheeler, Lake Turfield Wheeler. Labs. That's yeah. The, the first yeah. time I went, I went to the dairy facility by accident. I felt like such an idiot. I was well, like, well, so yeah, so like uh, the university has like multiple uh, like field labs out there. Oh yeah. And Turfield Lab is just one of them. They got you know all kinds of of uh, you know dairy field labs that they actually just built a a, a new um, uh, cheese farm. Well, no, it's it's uh, you can, you can go there and get ice cream. You know, oh, really? Like, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I will, can, that's funny know. because there's some alumni that wanted to turn our building into. They, Clemson used to be known for their ice cream. Okay. And they'd make it there on campus and and all. And they wanted to turn our maintenance building into the ice cream facility because the one on campus kind of got condemned. Brian, I got. Can I ask Brian a question? So, have y'all discussed converting to an ultra dwarf or, or not? So we've we've actually been working on a, like a, a strategic ten year strategic plan, and part of that is uh, analyzing. You know, obviously, you know the golf course is is over ten years old, so we know that within the next fifteen years we're going to have to do something. Um, and we've discussed, you know, what we want to do, and we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, plan what's best for the golf course. We've got one green location that is uh, similar to what hole is Number that? 12 Number twelve. Number twelve that y'all have. It's 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 shaded, and we're. We can't cut trees because of Noose River regulations. So we're. So that one green is the limiting factor, maybe, for y'all to convert to Ultra Dwarf. Yes. Which is the same issue we had in converting that we just knew an Ultra Dwarf wouldn't work because of about four greens of shade. Yeah. That the trees were on other people's property. Mm -hmm. So in our case, it's Noose. Noose River regulations, and and that particular green complex is actually uh, Zeon Zoysia because uh, Bermuda might not yeah. do well there, and and the green we have a fan on that green, and the green does, you know, it does pretty well as a mint grass green. You know, it's not it's not our worst green, you know. What, was it your worst green before you had a fan, though? They've always had a fan there. Okay. Yeah. Because I know when I had bent, you take your worst green and put a fan on it, and it's not your worst green anymore. No, it's we, like we, one of your better greens. We we, we added two yeah. fans in probably 2016. We added two fans on our worst two greens, and now they're at the end of the summer they're – two of our best greens yep i mean fans are amazing yep they are bruce bruce martin said it best 
fans are the best fungicide to come on the market in a long you. while. How many fans do you have? I don't have any now. We had we were up to I think ten before we converted from bent to to zoysia. And the nice thing was with the zoysia when we converted, just turning off the fans, we saved about twenty eight thousand dollars a year in electricity. Did you just really? With with turning off the fans, yeah. Did you get to spend that money elsewhere? Uh, I really? haven't given it back, so yes. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Well, gentlemen, thank you. And I think uh, Don Garrett may be our new host for Pulling Weeds, dude. I'm really enjoying your questions. Are you? <laughs> you feel like you feel like running around the states with me? Sure. Let's North do it. South Carolina. Let's do it. I see uh, you go some sexy places, man. I will load you up. Your, Let's go. Let's I, roll. I, I see your uh, social media posts where you're. Yep playing and everything so let's do it i don't know about playing and everything but anyway we travel a lot okay gentlemen brian don thank you for joining us enjoyed it thanks for having us thank you for listening to pulling weeds brought to you by simpla please follow us on twitter at pulling underscore weeds podcast keep up with all your association news and events at carolinasgcsa.org